you ever eaten and before you walked away from the table, you were hungry again? <laughs> now, when I was a kid, that was pretty normal. But, but how about this? Have you ever had a spiritual experience? Maybe pretty profound. But just a few days later, you were still lacking something. Something inside of you just was still empty and craving something more. Hey, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to Grace Free Journey. So glad you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. If those two questions are that one about the spiritual stuff, it relates to you, then today is for you. We're in John chapter six, and Jesus is going to tell us something life altering. And let's start in verse 22. So Jesus has been teaching and preaching, and this is what happens. Now, on the next day, the crowd that remained on the other side of the sea, Jesus had gotten in a boat and moved across the sea, right? There had been only one boat there and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but his disciples had gone away on the other side. This is right after Jesus walks on the water. People are starting to put it together that the boat left. Jesus was still here, but now Jesus is on the other side. How did that happen? And he goes on, he says this. Now, other boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Now, that was the, the miracle of feeding of the 5,000. So now when the crowd saw that Jesus was not there any longer, nor the disciples, they themselves got in the boats and went to Capernaum seeking Jesus. That was on the other side of the sea. Now, when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered and said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because of the signs you have seen, but because you ate the loaves and you had your fill. In other words, he's saying, look, I get it. You're coming to seek me because of what I did. But he said, there's also something, um, something more. Then he goes on and he says this, do not work for the food that perishes. In other words, just don't work and live your life for immediate gratification of food, but for the food that endures to eternal life. Well, now this is something different. And then Jesus goes on to say, which the son of man, talking about himself, will give you. For on him, God the father has set his seal. Now that seal, that's a cool word. And it means that it's like a signet ring. All the governors and, and, you know, Pilate and all those guys, the Roman leaders, the Caesars had signet rings. And when they put their, their signet ring, they would dip it in wax and they would put it on a seal. It meant that I verify and authenticate that this is from me. So if someone, if Governor A was sending a note to Governor B, he would dip his ring in wax and put it on there. And so Governor B would know this is authentic. This came from the governor. I can trust it. Jesus is saying right here, you can trust me because God has put his seal on me. I really am from him. Then he goes on, he says, then he said to him, now we must do what we must do to be doing the works of God. Jesus answered them, this is the work of God that you believe in him who has sent, sent him. In other words, you want to do the work of God? Believe in me. That is the work of God. It's about belief. It's about faith. There are different sects of Christianity that will tell you there's a lot of stuff you have to add to faith to get salvation. But Jesus says right here, this is the work of God, that you believe in him, talking about himself, and whom he has sent, who God has sent. So he says, look, you want to do the work of God? Have faith in me. So in verse 30, he goes on and says this. So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate man in the wilderness, and as is written, talking about, you know, when they were wandering around with Moses in the wilderness, and God gave manna from heaven so they wouldn't die. So he, it, the Bible says, he, God, gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses that gave it to them from heaven, but it was my father. 
who gives you true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, sir, give us this bread. So Jesus is using bread as an analogy. He's not saying I am literal bread. He is saying the manna that they received in the wilderness came from God, not from Moses. The bread that I'm going to give you comes from the father and it is real and is eternal and it changes you. So he goes on and he says this. Now, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He didn't say I am like it. He said, I am, I am bread. I am what will give you life forever. You eat bread that I gave you up there on the other side of the sea and you got hungry again, but I'm going to give you bread and that bread is going to satisfy you. He goes on, he says, now, whoever comes to me and eats this bread that I offer, in other words, receives me, will not hunger. And whoever believes in me, there it is, faith in me, will never thirst. In other words, in your spiritual life, regardless of what's going on, if you've truly come to receive Christ, you will never be spiritually empty or lacking again. Then quickly he goes on and says, but I said to you that you have seen me and you still don't believe all that the father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. Jesus said, look, here's what you got to know. God is going to bring some of you to me. And when that happens, I'm never going to throw you away. You are mine forever. So it might be you right now that are saying, Terry, you don't know what I did. Man, I did some horrible stuff. I've said some horrible things. I've done some horrible things. Certainly the Lord has thrown me out of his family. The Bible says no way. The Bible says, if, if the father has given you to the son, the son holds you forever. Then in verse 39, the Bible goes on and says this, and this is the will of him who has sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but look, raise it up on the last day. In other words, what he's saying, everybody that I have will eventually be resurrected to life forever in heaven with me. And then in verse 40, he ends by saying this, for this is the will of my father, that everyone who looks on the son and believes in him should have eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day. Have you looked to Jesus? Have you trusted him alone? If you have, then you know your hunger has been satisfied. Your thirst has been fulfilled and there's no place else spiritually you need to look. And why is that true? Because you now have daily grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. Thank you that you sent Jesus for us. Jesus, thank you for satisfying the very depths of our soul. Even when we wander, even when we stray, even when we question, we can come back to the point of knowing that we are satisfied with you. We thank you for this. In your name, Jesus, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings. Love you. And we'll talk here again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.